Welcome to The Jared Gold Show, where you'll learn the most groundbreaking perspectives, philosophies, and tools you can use to change your life. From the world's wealthiest people to the most prominent spiritual teachers, from the highly logical to the wildly esoteric, you can expect to receive the best curation of wisdom that exists, all explained in the depth and clarity that leaves you ready to take action. And now, here's our host, Jared Gold. Hey everyone, it's been a while since I've released a podcast episode. Some of you might have seen that I've been focused on my YouTube channel, which is getting more of my focus. However, one idea that came to mind that I would enjoy consistently producing podcast episodes for, if people would genuinely enjoy it, is me just recording maybe in around 10-ish minutes. That could be five minutes, could be maybe up to 12, or my favorite highlights from my favorite books. I have read so many ebooks, and therefore I have accrued a huge treasure trove of killer highlights from hundreds of books. And of course, like not all hundreds will make the cut of my favorite books. But I wanted to experiment with this format and just see if everyone liked it, kind of like little mini audiobooks. And if you like the highlights, by all means, I encourage you to buy the books themselves. So this first book is definitely one of the most profound books that I've ever read. I definitely felt that way the first time I read it. And it's Breaking the Habit of Being Yourself by Dr. Joe Dispenza. I'll get into it with the highlights, but I would say it is the best blend of science and energy with spirituality and the nature of reality and everything told really eloquently. It was really critical to bringing together seemingly disparate beliefs and ideologies to help me clarify my interpretation of how life and reality works and why certain things are working and why certain things don't. So it was really the missing link for me as opposed to a lot of other books maybe were covering the esoteric but didn't clearly explain the normal scientific reality, if you will, behind it all. And I think Dr. Joe blends these different ideologies and schools of thought better than any other authors, thought leaders, teachers, what have you that I've come across. So without further ado, I'm going to jump into the highlights. Please let me know what you think. And if you find this valuable, I'd love to hear from you and see if you want me to do this for other books, whether it's on spirituality or personal development or business or what have you. Energy is the very fabric of all things material, and it is responsive to mind. Albert Einstein produced his famous equation E equals mz squared, demonstrating that energy and matter are so fundamentally related that they are one and the same. Essentially, his work showed that matter and energy are completely interchangeable. Quantum experiments demonstrated that electrons exist simultaneously in an infinite array of possibilities or probabilities in an invisible field of energy, but only when an observer focuses attention on any location of any one electron does that electron appear. In other words, a particle cannot manifest in reality until we observe it. Quantum physics calls this phenomenon collapse of the wave function, or the observer effect. If you can imagine a future event in your life based on any one of your personal desires, that reality already exists as a possibility in the quantum field, 
waiting to be observed by you. Your consciousness, which is your mind, has effects on energy, which is matter, because your consciousness is energy, and energy has consciousness. You are powerful enough to influence matter because at the most elementary level, you are energy with a consciousness. You are mindful matter. You are more than just a physical body. You are a consciousness using a body and a brain to express different levels of mind. Another way to look at how we humans and the quantum field are interconnected is through the concept of quantum entanglement or quantum non-local connection. Essentially, once two particles can be initially linked in some way, they will always be bonded together beyond space and time. As a result, anything that is done to one will be done to the other even though they are spatially separated from each other. What we do unto others, we do unto ourselves. If you can wrap your mind around this concept, then you'd have to agree that the you that exists in a probable future is already connected to the you in this now, in a dimension beyond space and time. The quantum field doesn't respond simply to our wishes, our emotional requests. It doesn't just respond to our aims, which are our thoughts. It only responds when those two are aligned or coherent, that is, when they are broadcasting the same signal. When we combine an elevated emotion with an open heart and a conscious intention with clear thought, we signal the field to respond in amazing ways. The quantum field responds not to what we want, it responds to who we are being. All potential experiences exist in the quantum field as a sea of infinite possibilities. When you change your electromagnetic signature to match one that already exists in the field, your body will be drawn to that event, you will move into a new line of time, or the event will find you in your new reality. Change your internal environment, the way you think and feel, and then see how the external environment is altered by your efforts. Strive to create an unknown, new future experience. Then when an unforeseen event occurs in your favor, you will be pleasantly surprised. You just became a quantum creator. You just went from cause and effect to causing an effect. Hold a clear intention of what you want, but leave the how details to the unpredictable quantum field. Let it orchestrate an event in your life in a way that is just right for you. If you're going to expect anything, expect the unexpected. Surrender, trust, and let go of how a desired event will unfold. When you're in a state of gratitude, you transmit a signal into the field that an event has already occurred. Gratitude is more than an intellectual thought process. You have to feel as though whatever you want is in your reality at this very moment. Thus, your body, which only understands feelings, must be convinced that it has the emotional quotient of the future experience happening to you now. Dare to ask for synchronicities related to your specific desired outcomes. When you do, you are being bold enough to know what you want, that this consciousness is real, and that it is aware of your efforts. Perhaps your troubles feel so real because you constantly revisit those familiar feelings that initially created the problem. If you insist on thinking and feeling equal to the circumstances in your life, you will reaffirm that particular reality. But to break the habit of being yourself, you have to think greater than the circumstances of your life, be greater than the feelings that you have memorized in your body, and live in a new line of time. For the most part, our brains are equal to our environment, a record of our personal past, a reflection of the life we've lived. When you think from your past memories, you can only create past experiences. Because how we think, feel, and behave is, in essence, our personality, it is our personality that creates our own personal reality. So to create a new personal reality, a new life, we must create a new personality. We must become someone else. The greatest individuals in history were unwaveringly committed to a future destiny, 
without any need for immediate feedback from the environment. Not only can we change our brains by thinking differently, but when we are truly focused and single-minded, the brain does not know the difference between the internal world of the mind and what we experience in the external environment. Our thoughts can become our experience. Can you believe in a future you cannot yet see or experience with your senses, but have thought about enough times in your mind that the brain is actually changed to look like the experience has already happened ahead of the physical event in your external environment? If so, then your brain is no longer a record of the past, but has become a map to the future. To change is to think greater than how we feel. To change is to act greater than the familiar feelings of the memorized self. We create worst-case scenarios in our minds so that we don't have to rise above those familiar feelings. Because when we try to break the internal chemical order we have made so second nature, the body goes into chaos. The body becomes addicted to guilt or any emotion in the same way that it would get addicted to drugs. At first, you only need a little of the emotion or drug in order to feel it. Then your body becomes desensitized, and your cells require more and more of it just to feel the same again. Trying to change your emotional pattern is like going through drug withdrawal. Feelings and emotions are a chemical record of past experiences. When you repeatedly recreate the same emotions until you cannot think any greater than how you feel, your feelings are now the means of your thinking. And since your feelings are a record of previous experiences, you're thinking in the past. And by quantum law, you create more of the past. Epigenetics is the control of genes from outside the cell or more precisely, the study of changes in gene function that occur without a change in DNA sequence. Epigenetics suggests that we can signal our genes to rewrite our future. Genes don't turn on or off. They are activated by chemical signals, and they express themselves in specific ways by making various proteins. Just by changing our thoughts, feelings, emotional reactions, and behaviors, we send ourselves new signals and they express new proteins without changing the genetic blueprint. So while the DNA code stays the same, once a cell is activated in a new way by new information, the cell can create thousands of variations of the same gene. We can signal our genes to rewrite our future. When you have thoughtfully rehearsed a future reality until your brain has physically changed to look like it has had the experience, and you have emotionally embraced a new intention so many times that your body is altered to reflect that it has had the experience. Hang on, because this is the moment that the event finds you, and it will arrive in a way that you least expect, which leaves no doubt that it came from your relationship to a greater consciousness, so that it inspires you to do it again and again. When we become this physical self living in survival, we forget who we truly are. We become disconnected and feel separate from the universal field of intelligence. The more we live impacted by stress hormones, the more their chemical rush becomes our identity. If we fancy ourselves solely physical beings, we limit ourselves to perceiving only with our physical senses. The more we use our senses to define our reality, the more we allow our senses to determine our reality. Survival emotions ground us to be more like matter and less like energy. Emotions such as anger, hatred, suffering, shame, guilt, judgment, and lust make us feel more physical because they carry a frequency that is slower and more like that of physical objects. However, the more elevated emotions such as love, joy, and gratitude are higher in frequency. As a result, they are more energy-like and less physical and material. Most of us are addicted to the problems and conditions of our lives that produce stress. No matter whether we're in a bad job or a bad relationship, we hold our troubles close to us because they help reinforce who we are as a sum body. 
They feed our addictions to low-frequency emotions. Thanks for listening to this episode of The Jared Gold Show. Visit thejaredgoldshow.com to browse all episodes and show notes, as well as to submit feedback or ideas. We'd love to hear from you. And if you've enjoyed this episode, please share it with your friends. Or take 30 seconds to leave us a review by going to ratethispodcast.com slash G-O-L-D. Every review is a huge help to us and much appreciated. See you next time.